Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, with Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone and Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding you through the program for the remainder of these two hours that we have together here. Only two hours a week. I know it's not the it's not a, a lot of time, unless of course you're related to me. Then it's plenty of time. Um, <laughs> In some situations, it's too much it's too, time. Too much time. Too much time. I promise to bring you all things. We promise to bring you all things. Gun. All the gun time. I do not do the program by myself, as you know. On my right, let me let me introduce you to my fellow compatriots. How about that? On my right, the right hand man, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Ah, good to be back. Good to be back. You know, I get the question again this week. Ran into somebody at a. Uh, uh, a rather large gun gun place. I was there meeting some people, uh-huh. and uh, they said, uh, and it's the first question that comes up. It's, it really is one of the top two or three questions that comes up anywhere we are across the country when I meet people. It's really the the, the one of the first questions out of their mouth is, is he really the great 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 grandson <laughs> of Daniel Boone? I'm like, I mean, I wasn't there. I mean, you know, I mean but uh, yeah, you know, his his mom was a uh, uh, genealogist. Yes, and uh, and and. And did it, proved it, proved yeah. it out. Yep. Uh, she was into genealogy before I was born. Right. And continued it till her dying day. You know, her, her running joke was she was going to quit once she found out Noah's wife's maiden name. Yeah, there you go. Right, yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and this was all before the uh, Ancestry.com that, you know, oh, yeah. it makes it easy for yeah. you. This was, she did it back when it was... Uh, you know, micro, you know. microfiche yeah. and microfilm. Yep, yep. I spent many an hour in the the local public library in the children's section by myself right. <laughs> because she was upstairs in the microfilm department. What's the library? You're good to go there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and back in that generation, it, yeah, it, you were. It you was were. good. Yep. Uh, yeah. So first question, first first question again is always that. Uh, hey, on uh, on our left, uh, and I know this is getting to be a little bit of a habit with him. Uh, he, he really is, uh, is swamped. I guess the silly season for attorneys right now. Oh yeah, uh, I, I'm not sure what's what's going on. He's uh, he's had a, I believe they said it was an attorney meeting conference today. 
at uh, 11 a.m. our time, which they did not anticipate uh, being done before the end of what would be the normal business day, 4 or 5 p.m. So, <laughs> so maybe, we, maybe we're lucky. Maybe we get a call in. Maybe maybe he pops in. But uh, the way he works, his dedication, I know it's uh, it's unlikely. So normally sitting on my left would be the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. But I've already told you where his slack butt is. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so well, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm enjoying a little bit more room on this side of the oh, table. Yeah, yeah that's nice. <laughs> there. Stretch out. Get your legs all stretched out. It's good to go. Good to go. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. We uh, let's see. Before we went to air, Earl and I were talking uh, shot show. Yes, shot show. Now listen, I got to tell you. Now that's uh, I, I. Oh yeah, go ahead. Earl. Yeah, so go ahead just yeah. give you. Yeah. You know, those of our, our very very microscopically few listeners that don't know what shot show is. Shot stands for shooting, hunting outdoor trade show yep so anything and everything you can think of that could possibly fall under that those categories is all in one location yeah yeah it's a it's a giant location yes it is this year it's even bigger oh boy uh uh anybody that's ever been there before or been to any expos out in vegas this is at the the sands uh, expo center which is the one but that's owned there by Venetian and Palazzo, right between yeah. the two of their mir- mirroring hotels. Um, well, and it's it's gotten to where it was one floor at Shot Show, two floors at Shot Show. Then they had all the side rooms, uh, and I guess that wasn't enough, so they built a bridge over to the Caesars Expo Center oh across the street. Uh, and, oh my gosh! And and now that's now in it. So you, they, you already <laughs> could not yeah. see it all. It's it yeah. it runs. Officially open to the the attending crowd. I, I can't say general public because yep. it is an it's industry not, only. Is yep, yep. Uh, four days. Yeah. And they estimated the last one I attended. The, they showed the numbers afterwards. There was like what ten miles of aisle. If you, you know, they broke it down. There were so many different vendor booths. Yep. You had you could only spend like nine seconds in front of each booth if you stopped longer than nine seconds you wouldn't get you're done anything. you're, yeah. you're not you seen at see all yeah. yeah uh that's 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 it that's that's literally it um the uh estimate that i heard is it's now 20 percent larger oh boy <laughs> uh so it's i mean it's another day they've added yeah. another another day's worth of stuff to see but they have not added any days to it Ugh. it is still the same um the only thing i think is this year maybe it might be uh Maybe attendance might be a little light. And, and you know what? I'm, I'm going to tell you what I know about SHOT. I've talked to people there at the National Shooting Sports Foundation, and those are the ones that uh, that actually put on SHOT Show. They're the organizers for the event. Yes. Um, Sands Expo Center is just, they ho- they're, they're where it's put. It's they're the facility. Part. Yeah, the, thank you, thank you. And NSSF said it's going. It's going to happen. It's going to plan. Everybody that's involved in it is going. There, you know, there is no... There's no, there's no backup. There is full no steam ahead. Yeah, it, we are, we are going full bore. Um, the only thing that could stop Shot Show, according to them, is uh, if the uh, if the libs on the left, if the if the anti-Americans, if the communist Antifa's party of Biden Harris win the election somehow, and they put a national shutdown. Okay, so so we'll know November fourth. November right now, it's it's going full steam ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. but. Uh, yeah, that's that's about the only thing. Now, listen, I got to tell you, and, and I don't want to get off. We'll, we'll we'll come back. We'll talk a little more shot show. But um, 
my indicators for last time, you know, because I was I was not trying to, uh, you know, sway an election either way. Not that we have any sway, but um, my indicators before were the same as they are now. Uh, and the only thing I worry about is voter fraud. And I think the president has done a great job of, of making that an ever-present topic, uh-huh. you know, to, to try and restrict it. Um, I've been... I've been at the airport, watched Biden get off the plane, uh, turn to his left, fake wave at an audience that did not exist. <laughs> and when they and I've been to rallies for for the Trump president did the boat rally because they canceled uh-huh. the they canceled the other rallies because of they were worried about the COVID and the boat rallies had thousands and thousands of people in the boat rallies. All right, it's it's I think it's that simple. I mean, when you got nobody showing up to wave to you at the airport, yeah, as opposed to you're not even there, and thousands of people are there to support you. And they start lining up the day yeah. before. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that's, uh, that's, that's, what it, that's what it's looking like. Um, I believe, um, again, we're going to talk, we'll talk, probably talk to the next guest about it. Um, Mr. Craig Deleuze is going to join us. We're going to talk a little Supreme Court. Uh, and maybe a little shot show with him. You know, he's, yeah. he's been there with us before. So so you listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. So it's... So be Keltec we're coming into now. Sure uh, somebody wants to throw a text or go on the Facebook. What is it? Uh, uh, Facebook.com slash Arms and Radio. Just throw us a message so trying to figure out if you guys can hear the commercials. When innovation ignites What's that? Performance? Or Instagram. Yes, yes, yes. Or the Instagram. Go to the gram. Uh, let's see. Um, where's that going? Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. What's that? Ever want to accessorize yeah, your yeah. tactical rifle? Um, then you want the though. tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, oh, no, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality today, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at guntechusa.com to see their best selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you but whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done when customizing no, exactly your tactical right. yeah, exactly rifle right. yeah. insist on tactical excellence insist on gun tech but, uh, usa parts gun tech a proud supporter of the second amendment and friends of arms room radio check them out online today at guntechusa.com gun tech usa Defining tactical excellence for <laughs> over 26 years. We could end up going to dinner. I don't care. Boundary Oak Distillery. Got no plans. Do you love Child's bourbon? not here either. Boundary Oak Distillery. With one of the Do you other love children. Whiskey. You know Boundary what? Oak it's, uh, Distillery. It's a. I don't know if it's weird. Do you uh, love America? Now, Boundary right? Oak Distillery. And she's got some. Then you'll love Boundary friends, Oak Distillery you know, with names like Patton Armored Diesel, but, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon. You can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills. Hey everybody, Central say Kentucky, hello to Mark Walters. Boundary Oak Distillery <laughs> is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary right, Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery yes. is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. 
Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights. Come, Not the come. Bill of Needs. I need I'm Alan face. Gottlieb, you know, founder of the Second I mean, Amendment Foundation. They'll call her when all someone day long says they just don't need that kind of face, gun, FaceTime, remind them the founding fathers determined what rights and, our Constitution and, should protect. She's got There's this. a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special. Or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette she's with a like, high capacity to have engine capable of speeds to 150 to, to miles per hour. The night, in the hands of life. honest, responsible individuals, you have the right of choice. I don't know. I don't right know if I could. Others don't like. I don't know you're if you the should right let to them to over. You're like a slave owner. You have the right to dress the way we want to. You also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today. One minute. One minute. might live. Call. 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Mike Cut. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios. Uh, hey, we're just going to jump right into our next caller here. You, you heard me teasing, uh, you know, we had, we had him on. So please welcome back to the program, Mr. Craig Deleuze from the, uh, oh, well, man, there's so many places, uh, Firearms Policy Coalition from <laughs> 2anews.org. Uh, he you know, works with Florida Carry. Um, let's, uh, he's, a, he's a school board member out there in, in California and uh, just, you know, all around super guy, right? I yeah, guess, so. and, and most importantly, Arms Room Radio West Coast affiliate. That's right, exactly right. Uh, Craig, welcome back to the program, sir. Always a pleasure, my friends. Um, so, how are things out there in uh, in California? I understand that uh, you still have uh, a hundred million acres. Everything's on fire or something. You know, I will just tell you. It, I don't know which is a greater disaster: the uh, the, the millions of acres of, of forest fires or the fires out here in California, or the California legislature. <laughs> I don't know which one's more of a hot mess. Flip a coin. Flip a coin. Well, the fires, you can predict their nonsense, I think. You know, the, 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 your legislature, on the other hand, I, I, that's, that's ridiculous. Well, um, much like the, the wildfires, you know, whichever the way the wind's go- yeah, blowing, that's, true. that's where the legislature goes. <laughs> yeah. Whichever way the wind is blowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, too true, too true. But let, let me ask you this before we, before we jump in. Uh, I want to get to your Supreme Court view and, uh, and the hearings. Uh, uh, opinions from you, but uh, earlier this week there was a story out of uh, I forget what the name of the valley was, where they put the Trump sign up that looked very similar to the Hollywood sign, and yet your your California, oh, yeah, your 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 California, uh, you, you, uh, uh, was it Energy Commission or whatever, whoever it was Cal Cal Roads Cal DOT Highway Commission Cal, yeah. Caltrans, our dark, yeah Caltrans, our there you go, folks. 
they went on these people's private property and tore that sign down like within two hours of the sun coming up because it was an because it uh, it was a distraction to drivers. Which is is kind of odd when you consider the number of billboards that are next <laughs> to freeways uh, throughout Southern California. It was just it was just the oddest thing that they felt that it was appropriate for them to go on someone's private land. Yes, and tear down and once again and tear down a sign. Yeah, it. I, I, for the life of me, I am hoping that uh, whoever owns the property is, in fact, suing Caltrans. I'm hoping that that's the case. I have not heard that there is a case yet, but I'm quite sure. That I, know, I know at least a dozen attorneys, very good attorneys, who would take that case uh, either pro bono or in contingency. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a crazy one. You know, I, I saw that and thought... Um well, listen, I'm distracted by the Hollywood sign, so they should take that down. I'm distracted by everything. They should take them down. It was just it was a very, very poor reason to violate that property owner's First Amendment rights, in my opinion. Well, it's, and it's, it's, that's what has happened literally in places, in, well, I, I could say in California, in places like California, is in so many different areas. It's like simply because something offends you, it now should be against the law. Yeah. And, you know, we're not just seeing it there. We're seeing it in social media as well. So the entire world is experiencing it when it comes to Google, Twitter, and Facebook, where literally if, you, if your political views are not those of the left, that they are subject to censor, censorship. Yeah, absolutely right. And that's, that's the way things have gone. Um, before we, before we get out of the program, we got some, we got some time left. I want to get your opinion on what happened uh, this week with the hearings for, uh, you know, for uh, for justice or excuse me, Judge Barrett still at this point. Soon to be, soon to be justice. Soon to be, soon to be. I don't want to jinx it though. I don't want to be the guy that jinxes it. I, I, I will start with this. There was much ado that was made about the fact that uh, that the judge. Uh, that she was in, but the mommy was sat there and was answering questions without having to take any notes. But I was, I, my biggest issue was, was like, um, intellectually, they can't touch her. I mean, they, yeah, they yeah. don't know half as much as they think they know, let alone half as much as she knows. Right. So there's absolutely no way that they were intellectually going to be able to touch her on any of those subjects. Plus the fact that, quite frankly, 90% of what they did was just about policy. And then ask her questions about policy, which, by the way, they knew she could not answer. Yes. And what I loved the most about it was as she continued each time to respond to them, referring to the fact that she ought not answer policy, should ought not answer questions about cases that could potentially come before the Supreme Court, referring to that her non-answers as following the Ginsburg rule. Yes. Uh, that, to me, was just hilarious. And the fact that they just completely and utterly glanced over it, uh, well, just kind of showed that they knew that it was all kind of perfunctory. Yeah, you know, I, I got the, the same opinion as I sat there with you that, uh, listen, first off, every, every senator that's... Uh, you know, considering running for re-election or another office, you know, spent the first five minutes of their time that they had, uh, you know, running for re-election. You know, here, here's my platform speech, here's my right. stump speech, um, and then would come back and, and would maybe ask, uh, you know, uh, Judge Barrett a question, to which her response would be, um, well, you, you know, you'll, you'll, you know I'm, there's the opportunity that uh, that might be something I have to uh you know, look out on the court, so I cannot give you an opinion ahead of time. However, if you want to discuss an opinion that I've already rendered, we can do that. 
You know, and it, and it was just somebody else could have sort of could have had the three by five cards for her. You know, should answer. Yep. Uh, she did make it very clear that uh, she has not raped anyone. Yeah, so yeah. that's yeah. good news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was uh, the, uh, I forget her name? The, uh, the 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 female senator from Hawaii is it? And I'm sorry, my my first couple of questions oh, I ask everybody is: yeah. um, uh, Did you rape anyone? Did you ra- have you yeah. raped anyone? Have you, have you? And then the uh-huh. second question is: um, And if you if you have you entered into an agreement at all to the swearing that you would not tell anybody that you'd raped anyone? Well. Yeah, but if you if you have, how could you say yes to that? You know, you, you, so I mean, even the rape questions were flawed. You know, it was mm-hmm. just, it was just very odd the way the I, whole I, thing I, went. That woman has got to be, and I'm sorry. It's, it's, I, I say when I say that woman, I do. I'm not saying it's because she is a woman, uh, but I will just say that she has got to be the stupidest member of the of the Senate. Uh, I am just I am just amazed and shocked at just how. Uh, what an intellectual midget she actually is. Yeah, there's a couple of them there. Blumenthal's right behind, uh, you know, when he accused her of, you know, making a statement, calling it a radical decision, and then that was later proven afterwards that she never said that, uh, or it was never, it was never in her decision. Uh, she may have said it later on, but and then she gave him the benefit of the doubt. She said, Senator, if you're saying I said it, I'll take your word for it. And then it turns out not to be true showing that his word is, is crap. Well, we know his word is crap because because he's a Vietnam veteran, according to him, uh, oh. who served in Vietnam. He, he served right. as much as I did, right? He did. He did, Earl. He did, okay. yeah. yeah. Earl, Earl and Senator Blumenthal both were the same amount of Vietnam service time ribbons. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. They've earned the same amount. <laughs> <laughs> Blumenthal might wear them. You, know? you have the media and they're reporting. <laughs> you have the media and they're reporting of the whole thing. For example, like saying that she said that the use of the n-word does not constitute workplace harassment and i'm like how do you completely and utterly ignore what she actually said right all she ever said was there was a case that was done and because we deal with gun case many gun cases we know that a three-judge panel and, and going on bonk at the at the uh uh at, at the, yeah, uh, the uh, full appellate level yeah appellate court level yeah, yeah. all she did was she said look this case came up. It was decided by a three-judge panel. We have a criteria that we use to decide whether or not it's a case that should be voted or not. All we do is we look at that, and guess what? It didn't meet that criteria. I never heard the merits of the case, never heard the facts of the case, none of that. They simply decided whether or not it would be on bond. And yet the media completely and utterly lied and ignored the actual answer to the question and the actual case. Oh yeah, well, there's no need, there's no reason to. You know, they they that's not the soundbite they want. You know, the the soundbite again they want is to hear themselves speaking, to hear themselves making points, and then to uh, on the back end say, "Isn't that true?" And and like the the wonderful, uh, incredibly good attituded uh, Senator Harris said, um, you know, now now Judge Barrett, now that's yes or no question, yes or no question, nodding her head up and down. Go ahead, yes or no question, and uh, listen, that, that's the first thing Judge Barrett had to hear when she said yes or no question. She was like, well. How many how many words can I fit into yes or no? You know, it was just <laughs> it was it was it was horribly embarrassing to watch uh, uh, Judge or excuse me uh, uh, Senator Harris up there, you know, almost as if she had you know any concept of what a Supreme Court justice does, and that's that amazed me also. How many of them had no idea what a Supreme Court justice does? Craig, we're, we're coming up on the break. You stick around for a few more minutes. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Stick around more after the break. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that got me to the old, uh, uh, are, are you a racist? Me? Oh, started sorry, smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. <laughs> right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few. I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart do, is do, big do, enough do, for a do, bigger do, kid, do. I gotta check the old Facebook, see if anybody sent us a, a message. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids do, Peace do, at one 866 or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know. It's not supposed to be you know, in I get your so every many day. So protect her every day. If you see something suspicious, I expect one of them to call me soon. <laughs> Why aren't you answering Young my texts? just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel it's free to remind real. them One minute. to One minute. or One any post minute. office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Thank you. 
Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. On the line with us, we have a uh, continue. We continue to have on the line with us, uh, Mr. Craig Deleuze from the uh, well, from from many places. In fact, Craig, uh, so we don't screw this up at the end of the segment. Tell everybody how they can follow all of the magical things you do in the world of Second Amendment rights. Well, I'll tell you what, you can find most of it. You can just find just by looking for me, uh, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Craig Deleuze. That's D E L U Z. You can also find me at uh, facebook.com forward slash gun policy, firearmspolicy.org, uh, 2anews.us. 2anews.us. There it is, 2anews.us. And I, I owe you a story this week, I know. It's my, Slacker. My bad, my bad. I like, got busy. You know, the, the sun came up and it was nice out. You know, uh-huh. it was, uh, yeah. I had to go play, you know. I had to go, uh-huh. had to go play. Um, uh, uh, Craig. Um, I, I'm sure some bourbon from Boundary Oak Distillery found. Maybe it's my writing time. Listen, if a new case comes in, they're a good friend, they're a good sponsor, got to take care of them. Got to let, let them know how the bottle tastes. All of the bottle. <laughs> Top and bottom. Top and, and the bottom. middle. Top and bottom. Uh, Craig Craig has been there with me before. He has been to Boundary Oak. Great, great sponsor. Um, you know, Craig, it was it, quick, quick, quick uh, sidebar before we get into it. Um, uh, we, you know, recent numbers we had. Uh, I was talking to one of the other sponsors, uh, folks. Thank you. First off, seventy to one hundred thousand people a week is what uh, is what we're being told. Are those people that are listening to this program, wow. seventy to one hundred thousand people a week. That now, many people don't have anything better, anything else better to do. So either that, or there's like sixty-eight thousand people with broken knobs on their radios. <laughs> that's, 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 that's all. That's all I could think. <laughs> um, and you know, it's just ah, we got to listen again. Here we go. Um, and. Uh, and you you think man that's 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 good that, that's it's good you know we're making a difference uh, people are listening to us and then uh, and then I get a phone call on the break um, from another very big player in the uh, in the in the radio and Second Amendment community and I'm like you know we're on the radio right now right and he's like oh dude sorry I forgot I'll call you later <laughs> so thanks yeah I'm like ah uh, you know know where we rank with him <laughs> exactly you know you get immediately humbled immediately, <laughs> immediately humbled lose lose it all just like that so um, Craig Shot Show's coming up. Uh, and as of right now, it's uh, it's full speed ahead. Uh, the National Shooting Sports Foundation has said we're going full speed ahead. The only thing that's going to stop them is a a rogue government run by uh, Harris and Biden that says we're going on a national lockdown. So we're all moving forward as uh, as though we're going to Shot Show. I know you'll be there again with us. We'll be uh, occupying space together there on on Radio Row. Any any big plans for you there at Shot Show for this year? You know, it, it, it's going to be more of the same. It's going to be work all day, uh, uh, consume libations, and enjoy fellowship all evening. It uh, repeat. It really is a lot of work. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it it, it, oh, it yeah. is twenty four hours is. a day of work. There is there is no, um, you know, when it when when the expo shuts down or whatever you want to call it, it's it's like all right, it's it's time to get dinner and, and, and go to bed and recharge. No, it's I, I believe. The majority of, of every significant deal I've ever seen made there, whether it be in the gun business or in the Second Amendment business, have all been made between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. They're... Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Because that's, once again, that's when you really have the time to spend with people. That's when you have the time to really kind of break that. Because a lot of times during the day, you know, a lot of these folks, they're dealing with other staff. They're, you know, they're, they're on the floor. They're moving. People are moving too fast. And that's what happens. You know, the, the dealers are there. Dealers, 
uh, people that have a federal firearms license from all over the country are there to meet these manufacturers, to meet these representatives, so they can get the next newest product and bring it to the consumer so they can celebrate their Second Amendment rights with the newest product off the shelf. We, so we don't get to see them during the day. It's very, very rare during the day. We, you know, we do our thing. We report what we see. Um, maybe do some product reviews. Maybe meet with some some big wigs. But like you said, the the actual time that you have to sit down and discuss work is after hours. So it's a, uh, it's 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 draining. I'll say that it's a, it's an enjoyable drain because the one thing that I will say is, it's like a reunion of a hundred thousand of your closest friends and relatives in the business. Oh yeah. Most definitely. And it's definitely worth going to. And I tell you, folks, whatever you do, uh, plan some time afterwards when you get back home to just rest. Yeah. Relax and yeah. recharge because you're going to need it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Um, uh, other uh, other big legislation uh, coming out of California. I see the uh, uh, you know the ever present uh, you know FPC is is, is moving through uh, and and trying to decide what to be done next. Is there, is there what do we have for legislative updates out of uh, California? You mentioned early on last segment. Uh, you know the, your your legislative body just you know does whatever it wants to do. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, we have a couple of things. One, they uh, they just passed a piece of legislation that's going to allow them to do a lot of nuisance fines on a lot of our FFLs. Um, which basically what they're going to try and do is they're going to try. Usually, what happens is they go in, they inspect if there's a problem, they tell you here's the things you need to fix, and then you fix it. Ninety nine point nine percent of the issues are paperwork. Right. Well, now they've added the ability for them to be able to institute uh, fines on them for that paperwork. Uh, which, once again, is simply going to be to increase the ability for them to shut it down just based on, on increased fines. Uh, another piece of legislation that they signed in the law has to do with the, uh, the our not unsafe handgun roster or micro-stamping. Okay. So they got rid of the two micro-stamp requirements, which, by the way, doesn't exist. There is no technology that allows it to happen. <laughs> and they made it so now it's only micro-stamping in one place, which is, we know it can be done, even though it's ineffective and no one does it. The problem is, is that what they've now done is they said, okay, so for every one firearm that now qualifies for the roster, they're going to remove three firearms. Now, they don't tell you how they're going to determine which ones are going to get released, removed, but what it does is it opens the idea for someone who's anti-gun to come up with some piece of feces gun, right? come up with ten different models of it, there are ten different colors, and it gets approved for the roster, and then that winds up getting 30 firearms that are, are currently on the roster, firearms that can be purchased from retailers, so you're going to have those removed from the roster. You, you know, the... the, the, the the, the micro-stamping law, and this is just another example of, of, of your legislature, like you said out there. You know, when they passed the micro-stamping law, the technology did not exist to do micro-stamping. Um, we saw this out of New Jersey as well. With They passed a law that within 10 years, all guns will have to have smart technology on them. And the technology did not exist when they created the law. Listen, your governor just, just signed an executive order saying, what is it, in 10 years or 15 years, all cars must, must be zero-emissions cars. You know, when right now the technology is... The, the car costs three times as much, and you get one-third the range. But but there's a law that says that's what you're going to have to have. Well, and, and the, the stupid thing is, is that it, about the whole thing is, is that all the, they're doing it, they, they don't know anything about the technology. All they know is we say, well, if we say it's 
so, then it will be so. And the market will eventually come to fit what it is that we want. The problem is, is that in some cases that works. In right. some cases it doesn't. But when you know absolutely nothing about the market or nothing about the product or the technology, in this particular case, like the, the fact that smart gun technology is, fails so often, they completely ignore. Or the fact that micro-stamping can simply be, can be uh, uh, thwarted with a 50-cent fingernail file in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. You don't care about that. Yep. Yep, it's 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 absolutely ridiculous, absolutely crazy. Um, but this is this is what you get. Um, Craig, what's what's next up on the agenda for you? I mean, I know we got shot show coming up in January. What uh, what else are you doing that uh, that people can uh, can watch and pay attention to? Well, we have a couple of shows we're going to be launching with FPC. We're still working on the the final kind of the final changes. So, uh, we're uh, morning coffee with Craig will be put on hold for a while. We're going to be doing a program called Morning, uh, called FPC, uh, called Rapid Fire going to be uh, hosted by myself and FPC's uh, Director of uh, Legal uh, Strategy, Mr. Uh, Matt LaRossier, uh, who is always uh, there in, state, in the state of Florida. Yep. So we're going to be talking about news and views that are important to folks that we're going to be doing it on a daily basis. I love it. And we're also going to be doing a program that's going to have kind of the same format as, uh, as Morning Coffee with Craig did. It's going to be called Night Vision, FPC's Night Vision, and we're going to be doing interviews and talking in a little bit more detail about uh, issues uh, affecting the Second Amendment. So you can look for those coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Wonderful stuff. Great stuff. Well, listen, uh, you know, we always appreciate you on the show and uh, look forward to uh, seeing you again soon. Uh, I, I guess it's uh, probably going to be shot, but uh, if not, uh, maybe hopefully see you before that. If not, uh, stay safe, and we shall talk to you soon, brother. Look forward to talking to you again real soon. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. PMR 30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol. Not with its unique hybrid. Uh, we do have lawn on the uh, on the line. Perfect, vaccine. perfect, wonderful. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, yes, I was looking through. I was like, oh, I got it. I got the, the doctor. <laughs> good, 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 good stuff. There's 29. Like, wait a second. Innovation, performance, Keltech. See more at keltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? Uh, We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. 
Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guy at Arms Room Radio sent you. One minute. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SnagMag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Mike is hot. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. This is the Snag Mag, snagmag.com, snagmag.com. Dang, that, uh, I got you, got you this time. Let's uh, throw out my Boston accent there. Uh, let's see uh, Let's see who we got here on the schedule. Oh, I see who we have here. We're just bringing it back up. So, uh, Hey, uh, th- listen, I know we, uh, we went a little bit long last segment with Mr. Craig Deleuze, but uh, this segment promises to be just as exciting and as full of information. So uh, I want to welcome uh, one of our favorites. Uh, she's, oh, man, so many titles. We'll just start with where she is right now. Um, she's the, uh, the New York State Director for the D.C. Project, Miss Lauren Hartzer. She's actually out at a fundraiser in, uh, in, in Nebraska. Lauren, welcome back to the program. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me back. Uh, of course. Always a pleasure. Tell me, um, tell us first about what DC Project is and then uh, and, and remind the folks there and then tell us about what's going on out in Nebraska. So the DC Project, uh, as I've previously mentioned, is a nonprofit. We are 50 women from each state who go to DC every year to speak with our legislators and lawmakers and educate them about the Second Amendment and the importance of the Second Amendment and kind of changed the face of gun ownership in the United States. And recently we did take it to the state level. And now what we are doing in D.C., we are now gathering more women who want to get involved, and we're taking it to the state. So we're speaking to our state legislators and, in some cases, also our city legislators. And, you know, doing the same thing, fighting for the Second Amendment, changing the face of gun ownership, educating on the Second Amendment. And it's you know, following legislation and whatever we can do to kind of make people understand how important it is and that a lot of these bills that get passed are just not safe, you know, never mind not even going, not, never mind being unconstitutional, but they're, right. they don't make citizens safer. They, in fact, make them less safe. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. We know all... All gun laws do is uh, is, is, is is unarm the, the 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 people that pay attention to laws, the law-abiding citizen. Um, listen, I, th- I think the uh, right. um, what you do with the DC project is probably is probably easier to do on the national level than it would be to do on the city and state level there in New York. I mean, you at least in some parts of the country, you have the willingness uh, and, and the desire for open dialogue or, or people that are Second Amendment supporters. But at, at a minimum, in, in you know, in New York City. Not so much, and in the state, I know you have you have a lot of people on your team, but the numbers just aren't there. How how do you do that? What's what's your what's your what's your plan there? How do you, how do you get through to them there in New York? So a lot of New York State is actually a little bit more gun friendly than New York City. Um, besides our governor, there are a lot of people who, or a lot of counties that will issue a carry permit. 
that try not to make the laws as restrictive and, you know, won't add their own on top of what the state passes. So, you know, having these, having those assemblymen and having those state senators on our side and actually showing up to Albany and actually being a face and being a voice definitely makes an impact. And in New York City, believe it or not, um, COVID has actually opened a lot of people's eyes to why the Second Amendment is important. And you would have thought that a pandemic would do that, but, you know, the numbers are showing that how many guns are being bought. We're almost at breaking record numbers. So, And that's just throughout the country, not just New York. But um, a lot of people in the city have come to me asking me about classes, asking me how to get their pistol permit. And, you know, they want to go buy a gun now, and I'm like, you can't. Um, my mother-in-law just got her permit. It took her 17 months to get her permit in New York City. And that's just to own. That's not to carry. Uh, that's just to own a pistol in your home and take it to and from the range. And it is a very long, lengthy process. It is a very tedious process that I've been able to walk a lot of people through. But uh, when I try to explain to them, I can't even take you to the range to teach you in New York because you're not allowed to hold a pistol. You're not allowed to touch one unless you have a permit. So um, the important thing is not getting these people discouraged to not apply for their permit, but continuing to encourage them, continuing to keep them engaged to the point where now they understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. And now they they turn around and they're like, I want to help you because this isn't fair. This isn't fair that I have to worry my husband's a cop or my husband's a fireman or my spouse is an essential worker that's had to be at work. I'm home with my kids, and they're telling us, keep your plaques or keep any identifying factors that you're a essential worker out of your house, out of your car. Take the stickers off your car that say you work for FDNY um, because they're afraid people are going to start looting because people aren't getting paid. And then post that, we had riots. So people were really beginning to understand why I take what I do so seriously. And now they, they've come to me and they're like, I understand and I want to help. So how can I help? And COVID has, I mean, I guess that's a silver lining of it, but right. uh, it's it really heightened the importance of it. Uh, I was reading the post yesterday, uh, yesterday, today, watching how the gun crimes have continued to grow in New York City, uh, how the, the law enforcement is disengaging uh, because of uh, de Blasio's treatment of them and just uh, of law and crime in general and, and, and defunding and, and all of that. This is, this is real. This is, this is not uh, a soundbite on a presidential debate. Uh, the, the NYPD has been defunded significantly. Uh, and in, uh, they, I mean, they canceled an entire academy class uh, you know, to, with, with defunding some of the, the law enforcement there. These crimes and these gun crimes are absolutely going up. It, it, New York used to be, the, used to be got, earned itself the largest, the largest safe city, the, the safest large city in the country after uh, uh, Giuliani was there, and it's gone completely the other way. And, and now it's an everyday fact that you could face gun crime in the city. Right, and it's not just even gun crime. It's but, um, due to the rise in gun crime and due to the rise of the treat, uh, due to the treatment of the NYPD since all of this has started, and since the Blasio has been in office, really, um, it the, the safety factor of New York City has been declining. And you know, as you guys know, I'm a first responder in New York City, so I'm seeing it firsthand. There's yeah. times where I'm having an issue with a patient who's violent or who's aggressive, and if I call for police, a lot of times they're like. I really can't, you know, sorry. So it, it's not only putting the citizens' life in danger, but it's putting other first responders' lives in danger. But I also don't blame them because, it's, yeah. you know, their, their lives are on the line, their jobs are on the line, their family's li- uh, livelihood is on the line with this. So, I mean, it's just 
people are really understanding now why when I say be your own first responder is so important and they're understanding what that means. Exactly. Now, now and unfortunately it's taking New York City to be in civil unrest in order for them to understand, but Exactly. Let's 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 wrap that all up, bring that back in. You know, listen, you're in New York City and you and you need some training, want some training. There there is uh, uh, Athena Defense Training. Now, that's that's uh, Lauren. That's your company, and you guys have got some training coming up here. I've got I've got the dates. If you can tell the people what the classes are, you've got uh, January twenty third. You've got some training coming up there. Do you remember what that one is? Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. So I have a bunch of um, <laughs> I have a bunch of CPR first aid training, which okay. is incredibly important, especially now you have young kids, whichever, yep. and also a lot of refuse to be a victim training. Exactly. So while people are waiting to get their permits, this is the perfect way to get engaged and can and to start your journey on your firearms experience and training. Uh, CPR first aid training. I can kind of guess what that one is. What is what is refuse to be a victim? Tell us. Uh, you got you got one minute. Tell us about what that class is. So Refuse to be a Victim is a course given by the NRA, which um, teaches you how to come up with a safety plan for you and your family tailored to what your individual needs are. If you have a student in college, if you live home by yourself, if you travel often, if you work in an office, um, it, it really gives you the opportunity to kind of understand and the, the potential threats that are out there and how to early identify potential threats and how to minimize those threats in your everyday life just by changing little habits and little parts of your lifestyle. It's not a complete and total lifestyle change, but it's more of an awareness. So this, co- this course will help you determine that and compile your own plan for you and your family based on your particular needs and your particular lifestyle. Great course, folks. Listen, it's AthenaDefenseTraining.com. AthenaDefenseTraining.com. You're up there in the uh, in the tri-state area. It's worth it. Get your butt over there and uh, and, and get some and get some of this training. Um, uh, Lauren, uh, thank you again for being on the program. Uh, uh, you can also go find her on uh, Facebook.com and Athena Defense Training. And, um, uh, and and please have a have a have a pleasant uh, experience out there in Nebraska. I know that's probably a change from New York City for you. Uh, it's definitely a change. <laughs> um, a nice one, though. Yeah, for, but thanks for having me, Mike. Of course, of course. Um, and hopefully we'll see you at SHOT Show out there, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There Wouldn't miss it. There we <laughs> go. Perfect, perfect. Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Until next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Deltech Sub-2000 semi-automatic oh, rifle no. is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. 
concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. Promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, let me go around the room real quick, though, and introduce you to my fellow patriots, because I do not do this program by myself. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Yeah, I was going to tell you, quit digging in the garbage can. We're on. It's not a garbage can. It's a toolbox. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a toolbox. Well, from my, my, my view over here, <laughs> looks, you know, I know the garbage can's over it's there. over that so. section, yep. Um, uh, we're normally been sitting on our left, uh, and uh, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. All right, now we're we're gonna do something here because Kevin's not here, and he would normally probably tell us not to do this. No, it's Kevin. He'd say, "No, let me do this." Is he, okay, he, is he think, <laughs> you think he'd let us do it on the air? He let us. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, he's not here to stop us. So he's not. He's not. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's he he might uh, stop us. Um, do you, you recall, folks? Last week we were talking to you about a. Um, we gave you some revolver tips. We we're talking to you about mm-hmm. some some revolvers. Uh, I think it was the. Smith and Wesson 686. We were talking about being yes. one of the best combat revolvers out there. Yes. Um, we also talked about uh, purchasing a. Uh, I had purchased a revolver, uh, and uh, you know that's what we should have got to Miss uh, Miss Hartnett to talk about is how difficult it is to buy a, a firearm in New York City or New York State. The answer is impossible. By the way, pretty so, much. Um, the uh, like she said, she can't even take people to train with them until they get the proper credentials. That's yeah. that's absolutely yeah, ludicrous. You, until you get a permit, you can't. Touch Hold one, it. yeah, yeah. What? So I, I, I purchased a uh, a, a random uh, Smith and Wesson revolver, and uh, it's unique. It carries the thirty eight Smith S and W ammo. Now remember, there's thirty eight, there's thirty eight special, and then there's thirty eight S and W. It's a little bit older ammo. It's 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 a less uh, uh, has less pressure in, in inside the case. So it's actually about a 
600 to 800 feet per second. So it's a subsonic revolver round uh, for those that are have any idea what I'm talking about and tracking along. So um, it's it's slower than 38 super. It is. It is. It is 38 super. Yes. Also. Yes. And um, I got some ammo for it this week. Oh. So I figure we're you know I'm just going to open up the old. Uh, the the door here to the studio and we'll, <laughs> we'll test fire it. We'll see if it works. The, one one of the the many benefits of location Bravo. One of the, one of the many benefits of location Bravo. So I'm going to come off a uh, headset and uh, you can narrate what, what I'm oh, doing okay. here. I'll, I'll, I'll yell from across the room, but uh, but here we go. All right, I'm, I'm off. I'm off now. I'm off. <laughs> he he I'm can't off. hear anything anyone else says. Yeah, so if you're saying well, except that, me. You know, that's he can hear everything I'm saying. I, I do have How some. Uh, I've got my headphones on. Just the. I got the cable yeah, swinging because I'm using them as earplugs. I'll say, hope, hopefully my radio headphones will, will work for EarPro for me. How many rounds are you going to do? Just two. Two rounds, okay. Well, unless, unless somebody falls on the first round. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm expecting it, so I'm not falling. All right, doors open. All right, here we go. Doors open. We're good? Yep, we're good. I, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody can hear you. Yeah, all right. I can hear you through my headphones, so. Area clear. Looks clear, clear. Firing line clear. Clear on the right. Clear on the left. Shooter ready. Stand by. Up. Oh. All right, here we go. Hold on. Ready? There we go. Here we go. Ah, he's wimping out. He's thumb cocking it. <laughs> Good, huh? Yeah. That's all right. Sounds okay to me. Right, one more time. You know, I, I don't hear the uh, producer freaking out so i guess we haven't overloaded our microphones and two rounds two rounds, two rounds of blank there. ammo well, come back inside. Location, bravo. all right close the door You're letting the ac out all right, letting all the bought air out that one's good let me plug my headphones back in oh boy pulling cords sounded great <laughs> oh we got the word from the producer that uh Everything sounded good. Everything so. sounded good? We're yeah. all right. All right. We're good. We're good. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen. I wonder how many times uh, uh, Mark has uh, done live live blank fire on uh, his radio show. That's all he shoots is blanks. He's older than us. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, the, you know, we did this once at the regular studio, uh, not location Bravo. And that's why we're still remote. <laughs> it's, it's just, you know, they're like, listen, love the ratings, guys. Uh, you, might, you guys are going to broadcast from somewhere else. Uh-huh, <laughs> it's just, uh-huh. So we, uh, that works. It worked well. That worked well. That's, that's, that's pretty good stuff. So, um, all right. Well, now that that's done, let's, uh, let's get on to the next topic. Um, let's see. Uh, statistics. We have, some, we have some stats for the week from, uh, from the radio show. Let's see here. So let's take a look real quick at... Uh, we're going to go with top top countries, top countries okay. that uh, that arms room radio. You uh, seventy two hundred thousand of you that uh, are listening uh, across the well across the globe, really. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, we got worldwide. Yeah, bleh. we do worldwide reach. We got we got fans. We got we got we got uh, we got people's listening. All right, here we go. Country number one. This is again the uh, um, we are uh, twelve and zero in, uh, in in or twelve zero and one. In, or 12 one and one 12 one and one in major wars so uh the, <laughs> here we go the united states of america of course land of the free that's it. because home, of the brave that's right home of the braves and the dodgers playing later today um and, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the and the rays and the astros the cheating astros uh number two country number two it's always when kevin's not here 
every time. The Russian Federation. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just the Russian Federation. Dobre utra. And, uh, and a Kornikova. Yeah, that's Nadia Komenich. Oh, yeah. Martina Damatolova. Stolichnaya. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that was just Russian we were speaking to. <laughs> <laughs> Count to 30 and then roll up the carpet and jump around. Uh, let's see. Number number three, our friends to the Great White North, Canada. Yeah. Oh, Canada. Uh, number four, the UK. Welcome to the UK. Welcome to the UK. Uh, let's see. Number number five, Belgium. Nice. Belgium, yeah. uh, I love the land of... Uh, uh, Waffles, chocolate, and uh, beer. Beer. Right? Beer? Yep, yep. I'm in. Count me in. Uh, number number six comes comes back all the time. Uh, Cambodia. <laughs> Love our friends in Cambodia. Okay. Hey, let's see in Cambodia what happens when you open the studio door <laughs> and shoot a couple oh, rounds outside. I, I don't yeah. want to see it. Oh, yeah. I don't want to yeah. see it. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe online, virtual. I'll, yeah. I'll see it virtual. Yeah. I don't want to be there to experience it. Listen, that happens in Russia. You know, that, that means there's a new president. You know, that's just, that's how, that's... That's the deal, you know. Um, you get some countries where it just, you know, that just means it's Friday. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it happens it's the, the weekend, time. all right. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, there's no rules. Put your shirt back there's on. There's one, one rule. rule. Uh, number, number seven, we'll end with number seven, España. Spain. España. Spain, España. Uh, hey, stick around. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. Tech PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon. You can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, 
Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. One minute. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. Here we go. 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Mike is hot. Hey, welcome back to... Here we are. Here we are. Got me? Got me? There we yeah, are. Here I, we are. I, just little, I guess I put the headphones on backwards. I just couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> yeah. hey, welcome no, back. Headphones are fine at your ears. Oh, there we go. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We are back. We are back with you live. Um, hey, we got a story. Uh, we want to talk to you about this is this is one that you know and again every time we do a story out of Central Florida or Florida Earl um, I, I always I always uh, I always think that maybe we're, we're we're influencing or we're giving people too many stories from where the studios are but I think this is a story that made national news oh as, yeah as, this well this probably made worldwide news um, this is Be- because it affects or it it involves somebody that is known worldwide. I say somebody, more of a place that is known worldwide. I was going to say somebody. I think you're talking Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney World. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah very true, very true. Um, this uh, this story comes to us comes to us from uh, the uh, Walt Disney World area in, in, in Central Florida. A uh, uh, what? Uh, Forty five minutes from here. Yeah, about that. About that. Yeah. It depends yeah. on who's driving. Yeah, exactly. Right now, how the traffic is. You know, do we have the COVID traffic or not? You know. A man brought an AR-15 to Disney World as protection from civilian unrest. Okay, so I hate the way a lot of news agencies write the write the titles. Oh, they got to make it sound yeah. as tragic as possible. This makes it sound like he had it. At, he was walking around Mexico inside Epcot because he thought it was going to be, you know, a, a riot with the no, with COVID and everything. There. Brought it with him to the hotel. The uh, Palm Beach Gardens man brought an AR-15 and his nine millimeter handgun with him. 
for a visit to Disney World last month. He's saying he had them with him to keep his family safe from civil unrest in the central Florida area, according to a report written by the sheriff's office. 43-year-old man, along with his family, checked into the Polynesian Village Resort back on September 15th. A bellman found the rifle as he was loading the man's bags onto a luggage cart. Well, just clarifying, adding more stuff that I've heard about this since it did happen so long ago and it's been reported on here, the bellman didn't find the rifle. He had it in a, what this, I'm, I'm combining a lot of information I've heard from sure. what you of, give me and, of course, and what yeah. I'm reading now. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the traveler used a tennis bag to keep everything in, which, you know, hey, you know, good on him. You know, he's, he's the gray man. Yeah. You know, wouldn't carry what, what's, a, a gun bag. Yeah. Right. What's the best rifle case? One that doesn't look like a rifle case. Yep, yep, yep. And so the bellman was helping him with, with his luggage. And here he picks up a tennis bag that felt very heavy. Well, he doesn't use a titanium tennis racket. He uses a steel one. Right, <laughs> right. When, yeah, exactly. but when he connects, that ball's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because not only was there just an, an AR and a, a handgun, he also brought, you know, wisely, he brought extra, you know, backup mags and maybe a little extra ammo. Yeah. So the, and, and I, I can't fault the bellman. He did his job because they're, you know, Situations have occurred that, you know, in hotels that nobody noticed anything or, and or nobody said anything. So he did his job. He, he reported it. The hotel management called local sheriff's office authorities. They came in, questioned the man, asked him to ask to inspect his luggage. He then, you know, as soon as he knew what, what was going on, he said, well, I have a Florida concealed carry permit. Right. They inspected that. That was valid. Looked at the firearms. No laws were broken. Everything was, you know, above board, you know, 100% by the book. So no arrests were made. Where the, the issue of this situation is, is Disney, much to the, you know, they can, they can do this. It's a private organization. They have a no firearms or weapons policy, not only in the parks, but on their property. Right, right. So including this hotel. So fortunately for this man and his family, Disney was agreeable and tell you what, we'll let you stay and spend money here yeah. <laughs> and enjoy your vacation if you let us hang on to your firearms for you and you know, secure them and we'll give them back to you when, when you're on your way home. And so that was agreeable to everyone and that's what they did. Big thing that I'm wondering is they said they that the hotel he was staying at secured the handgun in their safe but the firearm or the the rifle had to be secured at the animal kingdom lodge i'm wondering if because you know the animal kingdom you know deals with bigger yeah, animals or something like that that's where they keep the elephant guns. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably had to throw yeah. the ar in with the elephant guns yeah yeah <laughs> yeah sometimes you might have to bring down old uh you know hercules out there um you know what gets me on the story is um I get bringing the the handgun, you know, in, uh-huh. in the car or whatever, and I, and I get that, you know, that's he's got a concealed weapons permit. I know you cannot take it into the park, right? Right. right. Um, many hotels have a have a no firearms policy. They they don't advertise it, but they also give you a safe in your room. Right. I see the hotel's reason for the policy because, let's say you keep the firearm in the room, you've you've still got, 
you know, uh, you know, t- twenty people during the day that have access to your room that have a key card, a yeah. master key card. Mm-hmm. You know, the plumbers and the maids and the electricians and everybody else that works on property. Right. And you don't want them to come across it, even if it's not for nefarious things. Let's let's say they're just curious and they pick it up, and 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 there's an accident. You know, they don't know firearms. Right. Right. You know, um, didn't mean to hurt anybody, but you know, had yeah. to move it to get to uh-huh. something. Uh, I, I, I get that. Um, the AR-15, and I'm not sure why you'd, you'd, you'd bring an AR-15. If you really thought, wow, Orlando's pretty dangerous, yeah, I don't, I'm going to bring an AR-15 with me, maybe you ought not go. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, I've, well, I can't say I've never done that, but I wasn't just going. On vacation. Three, 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 yeah. Well, I was going on vacation, but I was going out of state. Right. To where, I mean, I look at, me personally, I look at it if if any assistance other than my wife, you know, you know, we like to road trip a lot. If if it's going to take more than five minutes for any other assistance, there might be a rifle in the car. Right. There, there will certainly be handguns in the car, but there might be a rifle as well. Are you talking about that time we went to Vegas and you took that? What are you talking about? I mean, there's. They're, those guys that hand out those cards, those are they're pretty aggressive. I don't know, you know what you're talking pretty about. aggressive. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, the, you see that Earl just passed the rule of Vegas right there. What? Exactly right. What are you talking exactly about? Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> Vegas? Don't even remember going. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm not sure I've even been there. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so listen, I, I will give a little pat on the back here to, to Disney for yeah. not making a big deal out of this. There was no laws well, violated. you know. They, they, they knew they would really have egg on their face if they tried to do something yeah. to somebody who violated no laws. Right, right. Uh, you know, they could have thrown them out. They could have trespassed yeah. them. You know, there's people that before that have tried to get into the parks. Some, it's it's kind of like when you, when you want to get into a, you go to the airport. Right. And you get those knuckleheads that are like, uh, like, uh, like. I'm sorry, like the sheriff of Volusia County, uh, <laughs> Oops. Uh, Chitwood, who decided he was going to get on an airplane and uh, forgot he had a gun in his bag. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, they, these were not people trying to sneak it in. These were jack wagons that forgot they had it. Right. Um, this guy did not try to sneak it into the park. No, it wasn't no. trying to sneak it into no, the park. Yeah, you know? he, that's the thing. He, there, I I personally feel this is nothing nefarious. I mean, no. this is yeah. this is a... You know, a, 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 a citizen looking out for the for the best for his family. Yeah. I personally, if I'd have been, if I was in his shoes, and I, you know, knowing, I've got everything in a quote. You know, I'm doing the finger air quotes, air quotes here, folks. Air quotes. Uh, a tennis bag. Yeah. That's the one bag no one would carry but me. Yep. Maybe my wife, but more often than not, it would be me. And me personally, just you know, going. A little ways away from the house. I don't know if I'm, you know, wrong in this thinking or not, but I probably would have just stuck with the handguns. I, I think so too. I think that's probably where I, where I would have left off myself. I mean, unless of course the guy doesn't have a safe place to keep him at home. I, I, you know, I, so many variables with this one. And but yeah. like you said, I think uh, maybe this guy. Here's the lesson: this guy should do a little better threat assessment. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps invest in a safe, even if it's a move a mobile safe to lock in your car, which yeah. they make. You know that that's available. And then this never happens inside the via, inside the hotel. Um, you know, other than that, uh, again, a, a, a light pat on the back for the sheriff's office and Disney World for how they handled it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, good good job, good job all around there. Um, hey, listen, uh, next segment we would normally have a major bill with us, 
Uh, Major Bill's not available, so we've got a surprise guest for you. He's busy violating rights. Phil, yeah, exactly right. Filling in for Major Bill. So, so stick around, and we'll see who that is. We'll you, get back with you after the break. Directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was... More surreal than anything. You're under fire. You're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion, and I remember. Yeah, Doctor John. Doctor John. Both of my legs. All right, let me touch this real surgery quick. Surgery after surgery, and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next? And how long am I going to be here? John. The wounded warrior project. <laughs> it's him. The there we go. Oh. Everything in there that I could possibly. I love it. <laughs> Peer visitors, people who have it. been where I had been before, said, "Look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine." That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, okay. I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as uh, I am now. Tell us, tell us, if it wasn't for them. Tell us, tell us, we all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. That's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's One the minute. law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. 
Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Marine Sergeant Ian M. Tawney died October 16, 2010, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Tawney, 25, of Dallas, Oregon, was assigned to the 3rd Battalion, 5th Marines, 1st Marine Division, 1st Marine Expeditionary Force, Camp Pendleton, California. He was killed in action while conducting combat operations in Sangin, Helmand Province, Afghanistan. Tawney was a squad leader and was killed by an improvised explosive device while on a foot patrol. He enlisted in 2005 and had previously deployed to Iraq in 2007. Friends and family remember Tawney as a devoted husband, a loyal friend, and an avid outdoorsman. At the time of his death, Tawney was soon to be a father, his wife Ashley expecting a baby girl in January. He was honored to be a member of the Marine Corps, his father said. Among his numerous awards are the Purple Heart, Combat Action Ribbon, Iraq Campaign Medal, and Navy Unit Commendation Medal. His wife described him as outgoing and full of life. He loved hunting, snowboarding, and riding motorcycles. Marine Sergeant Ian M. Tawney, you are not forgotten. whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the Fallen Hero program. Folks, if you know Fallen Hero segment of the program, uh, if you know anyone you'd like to hear on uh, Fallen Hero, read them in a book, family member, saw it in the movies, just let us know. We'd be honored to do it. Hey, on the line with us, we have the, drumroll please, Chief Surgeon of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Dr. John. 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 Dr. John, welcome back to the program, sir. Hey, it's good to be back, and and more or less in one piece, as you know. <laughs> uh, y- yes, sir. You know, and, and uh, you know, we we talked about it uh, after your surgery. So, you know, wish to, you 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 know good uh, good health. Um, uh, it's good to have you back. I don't know if you want to you know let the folks know you had a you had a little procedure, but you're hundred percent again. Yeah, I had my I had my gallbladder taken out laparoscopically eighteen days ago. And uh, I can tell you that an impacted gallstone in your common bile duct is one of the most painful things you can have, I think. So, oh, oh, yeah. uh, and of course, my family history is, is such that, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm surprised it took this long. Let's put it that way. Yeah, mine, mine took about, uh, let's uh, see, if I did the bike. If I did the math right, let's see, mine took about 40 years. Yeah, yeah but the, yeah, when it says it's time, it's time. It's time. Now. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it was no fun. But the good news is uh, I've been on a diet plan for the last month and have lost 25 pounds, so I'm down below 250 pounds for the first time in 10 years. That's wonderful. But like six pounds of that is gallbladder, though, right? Does that count? Does that count? (laughs) 
No, actually, I had a pretty small gallbladder, according to what they said. So, oh well. It's genetic. But anyway, I'm, I'm uh, back on my feet, back doing surgery and uh, seeing patients and riding my bike. I'm even doing a quail hunt next weekend, all cleared for by my surgeon. So I'm good to go. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Um, Dr. John, we did uh, yeah. the gun rights policy conference this year. We did it uh, remotely, uh, you know, Zoom, uh, you know, a video, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you about uh, your presentation there. If you could fill everybody in on that. Sure. You know, well, in, in the past, I've talked about the you know active shooters in hospitals, and I also talked about terrorism against hospitals, and, and that's kind of the reason why I, why I got into the Second Amendment. Uh, arena, you know, because of this, you know, silly thing about, you know, you can't carry in a hospital. Right. It's crazy and it's immoral. But uh, what I did was I did an update on the article that I wrote for Concealed Carry Magazine uh, back in, I guess it was 2016, in the summer of 2016. Um, but by the way, all these articles can be found on drgo.us. But uh, I talked about, uh, I did an update on, on hospital attacks, basically, and starting back in 2013. Um, the, the, the first one was a major attack in Yemen at the uh, Defense Ministry Hospital where 56 people were killed, right. 200 injured. And then in 2014, there was a field hospital in Syria where 14 people were, were killed and 70 wounded. You know, I mean, this whole thing is, you know, it, basically a hospital is a target-rich environment. Yep, now, yep. There was another one in in, uh, in Kabul, Afghanistan. I wrote, they actually wrote an article about that too in 2017, uh, where they they actually had like seven hours inside the hospital, and where they were able to kill over 100 people. The numbers are kind of fudgy because you know it's Afghanistan and nobody's telling the truth. <laughs> and there was it was a uh, Taliban attack. Yeah. Yes. And then the, the there's another attack on the International Committee of the Red Cross. Actually, I take that back. They reported 240 attacks between 2014 and 2015 in, um, in Afghanistan. Um, in 119 incidents where healthcare facilities were targeted in 2016. Uh, there was a suicide bomber drove an explosive-laden ambulance that they were headed for a hospital um, and uh, blew it up just short of it and killed 103 people, 235 people wounded. There's another one, uh, Doctors for Without Doctors Without Borders Hospital in Afghanistan. It was basically a maternity hospital. They killed mothers and newborns. You know, I mean, it, it's sick. There was also one that it was actually an American guy who was planning to bomb a hospital in Belton, Missouri. Okay. Who the FBI had an informant uh, who uh, basically this guy got into a gun battle with the FBI and he ended up shooting himself. Um, and, and and then the, the the biggest warning that I have now is you know we we've got this you know this uh, insurgency in the U.S. and and hospitals are going to become a, a convenient target. In fact, they you know what a Ronald McDonald House is? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. So for those who don't know, Ronald McDonald House is a charity organization where they house people. Um, they're located near major children's hospitals. So kids getting cancer treatment and stuff, they have a place to go where they don't have to be in the hospital the whole time. Well, you know, these, these guys basically uh, were, were beating on the doors and trying to break the windows of this place in Chicago. And this was only in August of this wow. year. Wow, wow. 
know, so even even things like Ronald McDonald houses are not safe. So basically, what I'm saying is that we may not have seen the end of this this uh, anarchist terrorism type stuff. In fact, you know, if, if Trump gets reelected, uh, you can pretty much guarantee you there's going to be violence in the major cities. Uh, we need to be prepared. We need to make sure that uh, you know we're not going places where this stuff is likely to happen. And if we do have to be there, uh, go armed, be prepared, and uh, just kind of keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, it might be so time to problem. make some changes in your selection process there for for where you go, folks. If you know if you if you know that that's a threat area, you don't go. You don't want to be taken. You know, like our last story, an AR-15 at Disney World. If you think it's going to be dangerous, you might just want to stay where you are. Uh, absolutely. You know, and unfortunately, some of us have to go to places where we we may not have a choice. Correct. And, and in that case, I think we need to be doubly aware. Um, you know, there there are places uh, out there where you can find out where these uh, things are being planned, you know, these marches and whatever. So, uh, you know, see what's going on in your city. You know, you need to kind of keep your nose to the grindstone and keep your ears to the to the rails so you can find out what's going on in your town. And if you absolutely can avoid going to places where they're going to have these marches, you know, San Antonio has been actually pretty good. We had one kind of thing downtown and that was it the cops shut it down uh they were they were going to uh go to the alamo and there was a bunch of patriots and body armors with <laughs> ars wow stand out in front of and standing out in front of the, the alamo and guess what didn't happen to the alamo it did not fall this time oh, i'm saying lovely no. nothing lovely no, no it did not fall in fact it wasn't even attacked <laughs> dr so. john tell people how they can follow you and uh and drgo yeah, we are at drgo.us. Also, we have our matching service, 2adoc.com. Uh, it's free and it's uh, confidential. Folks, uh, Dr. John and Dean, thank you for uh, being on the program. and so glad that you're doing well, sir. Thank you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll be back after the break. The Kill-Tech-PMR-30 I saw Everyone, it somewhere this else. Is Mike from Armor Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong is it and matches? probably is. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better matches listen to what Major Bill has to This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? And the CERT laser ammo. training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or oh, you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio Center. Merck! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? 
Yeah, we offer volume pricing. 40 out there, though. That's for sure. pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the cert pistols have a warranty? All of our cert training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one We're online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is your premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Mike is live. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone and Pistol Studios. Studios. Location Bravo. Location Bravo. It's the kind of location where we can go shooting whenever we want. Just open the door first. Open the door. Open the door. You know, listen, we, uh, we, uh, well, you know, we, we wanted a remote location that we could uh, defend well. Uh-huh. And uh, that's what we have. Yeah. That's what we have. What we have. Um, there are some changes. Uh, there's some changes that are coming soon. Uh, it will be... Uh, the the same week as the election, <laughs> so so uh, you know you may or may not notice our changes depending on what happens in the election. Uh, uh-huh. I honestly believe, again, like I said to you before, uh, first off, get out and vote or keep voting or vote again. Yeah, if you can go to the early voting places, you can you know if your county's got three or four of them, go to them all. You know, <laughs> go to them all. Uh, hey kids, you know, hey the, kids. The, the Dems do it. You know, but um, the uh, you know just make sure you vote. Make sure you vote and remember that. Uh, all your other rights stand on the backbone of the Second Amendment. Oh yes. Okay. Uh, it's well, it's it's the, the strength. The, it is the backbone. The, the, the Second strength. Amendment yeah. is what guarantees Correct. all your other rights. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, where's my due process? Yeah. Get in the, get in the train. Uh-huh. Get on the train. How you gonna stop me? Get on the train. We got the guns. You don't. Yep. Uh, let's see. Um, what uh, what we have going on is we have uh, we've got some new title sponsorship coming. Ah. It's uh, it's done. It's uh, the 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 ink is dry. Uh, it's happening. We're putting together some some uh, some new spots, some new commercials. We're adding in a couple others too. We got a couple other commercials that are. We're just going to make them all join at the same time. Some new sponsors, uh, three or four of them at the same time. So worked out well. Um, we will probably have on. Uh, I, I will see if I, he's, he's available, Mister uh, uh, Captain Kirk there from Ideal Conceal. Uh, been a, a great yeah, friend. Yeah, we been, haven't talked to him in a yeah, little while. Yeah, but listen, been a great he's busy. Friend. Yeah, oh yeah. Been a great friend of the program. There's no issues there at all. It's just uh, he's busy. He's busy, and uh, we got uh, somebody else is coming on a title sponsorship, and, uh, and and Captain Kirk will still be right here, just like Caltech is. You know, we, this would be our in six years, our third title sponsor. So uh, I, I think that's a rather good record. You know, yeah. So it, it's just, this should work rather well. We, um, we, we still belly up to the bar next to all of them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Bar's getting a little further away though. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. in well, your case, yeah, maybe. for not 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 for you. Uh, what do they say that that the world is uh, it, it, it equals out no matter what? You know, for every, for every I'm, I'm convinced for every pound you lose, somebody else picks it up because yeah. <laughs> its mass is 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 uh, is an, is is a constant. Uh-huh. 
You know, so it has to go somewhere, you know. Um, let's see here. So as long as it's just picking up one or two from you, not, you know, <laughs> not everybody in your block that's on a diet. You know how that goes. Uh, let's see here. Um, what do we got going on with uh, Yeah, so so that's your, you know, I, I guess we can give out the name if you want to start looking at the new products. You want to check out um, some really cool designer magazines. Magswag.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the the Magswag, which is different than Snag Mag. <laughs> snag Mag is different than I, the Magswag. I, I know, yeah. folks. I'm confused as well. Yeah, I am. Uh, I, I got to think I about it. Yeah. Oh, too. wait a minute. We, we deal with too many Mag products. That's why we'll get in the studio. We'll get it done right. <laughs> we'll knock, let, we'll actually let the professionals handle yeah, this yeah, one. Yep, and, uh, and we'll let them, uh, let them take care of it. Um, before we go, we've got a couple minutes left. I want to talk to you about what's going on up in Michigan. Michigan. Uh, you recall we've talked to you before about the, uh, the, the governor up there in Michigan. Uh, she, uh, Whitmer, Whitmer's her name. She, she said uh, she was going to continue to ban everything, basically, during the COVID crisis. Oh, yeah. Uh, and finally, the, the state Supreme Court up there said, no, no, under their state constitution, she's allowed to make an executive order. And it lasts 28 days after that. The legislature, legislature through legislation, can pick it up if they want. They have not, um, and uh, so she kind of, she kind of got uh, you know smacked. She got the smackdown. She's also the one that had the uh, had the the kidnap attempt over uh-huh. her. Listen, my personal belief, that whole kidnap attempt thing was probably during her rule of anarchy. Yeah. Uh, you know, she was ruling as a dictator. The state Supreme Court said she was illegally. Tyrant. Yes, she was illegally ruling. Yeah. Um, and then like a week after that ruling came down is when they nabbed these kidnappers. First off, kidnapping is illegal, folks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, kidnapping a government official is illegal. Yeah. You know, obey the law. Obey the law. That's all we got to say. I, you know, I like how the first thing she did was come out and blame it all on uh, President Trump. Oh, it's then, Trump's fault. Yeah, but then yeah. when... Uh, more, you know, when more and more information comes out, you know, thinking, oh, okay, it must be, you know, pr- you know, supporters of President Trump. No, it's no. supporters of Antifa yeah. and Black Lives Matter. Yeah, they hate Trump. Yeah, they hated him. Yeah. Um, Michigan will now not allow the open carrying of guns at polling places, clerk's office, and other locations where absentee ballots are counted. Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson announced uh, this past Friday. Now, 45 states that allow open carry. I know some cities... Uh, listen, New York's an open carry state. California's an open carry state, but obviously nobody's open carry in New York City or in Los Angeles or anything like that um, because the states there, those states don't have a preemption clause that says only the state gets to make gun laws. Okay. So the smaller municipalities get to make gun laws. Um, yeah, that that's weird. New York and California are open carry states. Open carry states, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the directive in Michigan prohibits residents from open carrying firearms in a polling place in any hallway used by voters to enter or exit or within 100 feet of any entrance to a, build, to a building in which a polling place is located. Now, Florida has the same rule. You cannot carry in a polling place. The problem is, in Florida, it's only a polling place about three or four days a year. Yeah. Um, I could walk into my library right now and go check out a book while the polling place is there and say, um, hey, uh, I'm here to check out a book, and I could... Open carry. Well, I can't open carry in Florida. I can concealed carry in Florida, and it's not a problem. Right. I want to go vote, though. That's one of those things where I'm supposed to go self-report and leave my gun outside because, you know, it's much safer 
to just leave it in a car. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, well, that's ridiculous. My, my, my question on, on all this, and I, I, I am pretty sure our, our listening audience will, will get the gist of my question. Are there metal detectors? In some locations, there are. Um, if you go to like the county's uh, uh, county administration building where they have a polling place, yes. Okay. But again, most polling places are not government offices the rest of the year. For I mean, and you have seen folks seen me post this picture. My polling place is in a bar, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, you know they they say you're only allowed to have one person in the in the polling uh, uh, booth. Yeah, well, I was in there with uh, Jack Daniels and Jim Beam one day. <laughs> all right. How'd all three of you uh, fit in there? Let's just say, well, the two of them fit in the glass together. <laughs> Ooh, you they mixing were, them? They was, uh, well, it was two separate glasses. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, oh Irish handcuffs. Huh? Uh, there you go. There you go. Is this a verbal polling place? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put one down. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want somebody to, you know, roofie me and I end up voting for Hillary, <laughs> for Hillary or something like that. You know, it's, Come on. Uh so, the uh, uh, in, in now in, in Michigan, uh, this is just a further uh, infringement on the rights of people there. Listen, we saw during the protests, during COVID, during the lockdown, when Michigan Open Carry went up there to the Capitol, and they peacefully, 100% peacefully, uh, were at the Capitol to make their opinions heard, and they, and they were carrying their firearms, which is their right to do so. Uh, it, I, I listen to me. It's akin to rolling a guillotine up to the Capitol. Listen, we ain't putting nobody's head in there. We just want to let you know we're here and we have concern for what you're doing. Yeah, that's 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 what that is. That's it's just a reminder what we do with tyrants in this country. Yeah, <laughs> that's I'm, you know that's just my opinion. So eh, if you don't like it, you know, if unless you're one of the sixty-eight thousand that have the broken radio knobs on your <laughs> and you can't turn us off. You know? Yeah, you probably feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, hey, listen, I want to thank everybody that joined us today. It was it was a good good lineup, good cast. We had uh, Mr. Craig Deleuze. Check him out, Firearms Policy Coalition, uh, and he's also at two a news us two a news us. Yes. Um, the uh, the lovely Miss Lauren Hartnett from uh, uh, she's with the DC Project. She's also the director there at Athena Defense Training in New York. Athena Defense Training dot com. And then, of course, Dr. John. They call him Dr. John. John. <laughs> Dr. John from drgo.us. That's Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership.us. Uh, drgo.us. And it's uh, 2adoc.com. It's a matching service where you can find uh, medical professionals that are 2A friendly. So they're not going to freak out when you bring your gun in during your exam kind of thing. You know, just, yeah. just conceal what's on you. you know? <laughs> Place your shirt and your holster over there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, listen, until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity. Aroused. Not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com.
If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. All right, fellas, great show. Thank you, Kelly. Appreciate it. We shall talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Be safe out there. All right, bye. Let's turn this off. Bye, premiums. Check us out. See ya.